Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company. Family owned and operated since 1956, Spartan Chemical is a leading manufacturer of superior and cost-effective specialty chemical products sold through select trusted distributors. Spartan Chemical makes clean simple. For more information, please visit spartanchemical.com. When selling products or services, how effective is your sales process? And does one process fit all organizations? Well, today we're going to dig into the topic of the sales process, methodology, pipeline management, and forecasts. That's a lot to talk about, and we have an expert with us today to dig into this. So I welcome our guest, Ed Marsh, a growth and strategy consultant and the founder and principal of Concilium Global Business Advisors. Ed, welcome to the program. Thank you, Jeff. It's always great to chat with you. And this topic particularly gets me fired up. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Fired up. I can't wait for that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. I was thinking, Ed, you know, a process can be simple, like get your inquiry, put together a proposal, send it out, hope and pray you get something out of it. Can also be difficult, challenging, or maybe just complex. That sound about right? Yeah, I think so, but I would break it down differently. Instead of simple or complex, I'd say effective or not. I mean, the reason we have a sales process is to drive business to a close. It's not just so that we've got a checklist that we can work our way through. And so when companies have, I mean, you outlined it really well, the typical sales process is just, it's kind of an administrative set of steps that they outline where, you know, we get an inquiry or a lead or somebody makes a cold call and then, we do some discovery, we understand what's going on, and then we try to ascertain the budget, we see who the decision maker is, we find out about competitors, and we send them a quote, and then we sit back and hope, and uh, more often than not, it seems we don't hear back, we follow up, follow up, follow up, and nothing ever happens. Yeah. So that's 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 a process in a sense, but it's not an effective sales process. Okay, so now we're at the nuts and bolts of this. Talk to us about what that sales process looks like that's going to work, that's going to bring in the sales that we're looking for. So the process itself won't bring in the sales. There's a lot of expertise and 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 um, sales tactical uh, capability and all that kind of stuff, uh, sales competencies that go into it. But I would say at a high level, you raised an important point earlier. It's not the same process is not appropriate for every company. In fact, it's not appropriate for every transaction that a single company works on. I mean, it, it could be, for instance, that a company has one division in in your world where they do, uh, you know, fire cleanups, and they've got another division that maybe does um, regular routine maintenance and cleaning and, and very different kinds of sales. One, the insurance company says, hey, find somebody, call these people, get a fix. And the other, they've got um, prospects that are locked in for multiple years of contracts and they have to really go through a very different kind of process. So, I mean, the way that I tend to look at the world, what I've seen generally, if we were going to kind of say um, at a high level, the kinds of things that go into an effective sales process, it's making sure that you research the company, you understand the specifics of how likely your solution, your business is going to fit. Then identifying all the members of the buying team, not the person that submitted the inquiry, or not only the person that submitted in the inquiry, but you know, typical buying team now is about 10 people for most B2B decisions. So 
We talk about a decision maker, but that decision maker may be a committee. So you got to know who they all are. You got to figure it out. You got to find opportunities for team selling and places you can get references from. You got to confirm that there's a problem, that they honestly have a problem that they're interested in solving. Um, you don't want to just be spitting out quotes just to exercise your quoting ability. So somebody's got a third quote to check the box with. They have to have a compelling reason to buy. That means as a company and as an individual, because they may say, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, I'd like to fix it. Yeah, it would be great to do. But I got so much other stuff on my plate. This one just doesn't rise to the top. It's not compelling. You have to quantify the cost of action or inaction, and you have to get them to quanti- to, to confirm that your quantification is correct. They have to buy into it. You have to establish authority as an expert. And you do that not by telling them you are, not by some kind of an about us deck, but by the questions you ask, the insights that you demonstrate by the way you talk to them. You have to get their agreement that they're going to solve the problem, that they'll pay you to help solve it, and they'll pay you more than others. You have to have a timeline for the decision and and a timeline that's based on some fact, not just kind of arbitrarily selected. Of course, you got to know the process for how they're going to make a decision and how they'd start a project. You have to establish the value proposition. And then only after doing all that, we do a presentation, issue a proposal or quote, and then and then go for a close. There's a lot of steps in there that kind of get glossed over in most cases, particularly just look at that proposal and quote step that often is just a, a, a habit that people do very early in the process. What you describe sounds suspiciously like being a consultant. <laughs> well, I mean, consultative sales is at the core of sales competencies today because, I mean, just 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 spitting info at people doesn't work anymore. You have to help. I mean, if you're really expert in what you do, which I'm, you know, I'm sure most people watching this video are, you understand far better than your prospect how you can actually help them. They need. They don't just need cleaning. They need great morale. They need efficiency and process. They need. Um, you know, people enjoying coming to the office rather than working from home and all the other kinds of things that 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 your um, members can drive with the sort of work that they do. And so you're absolutely right. It is really consulting. Yeah. And a lot of what you described, all those details are really good. If you think about what that will do, what information that will gather, how you can respond and no, no sales project is the same. But I think sure. at, at least... Can we share some information on how to do all that? Is there is there training available? What should a company or organization organization do to make this happen? I mean, they they might be scratching their head right now, thinking this sounds good and and, and we need to do it. But what do we do? What would you say so, is next? So so it's a journey for sure, and this is an ongoing process. Even companies with very robust sales processes ought to be constantly reevaluating and tweaking and training and coaching. Certainly getting some training is appropriate. It's important also to distinguish between sales process and sales methodology, because most of the training that you'll find is around a methodology, which is really the way you go through the steps, but a good sales trainer would be able to help you construct the sales process as well. So you can kind of work on those two together, although it's important to not confuse them. I mean, methodologies that people probably have heard of, uh, strategic selling, Sandler, baseline selling, those kinds of things. But again, that's typically not the sales process. The two fit together, but you got to distinguish them. You also have to make sure when you have that training that the managers get really well trained in how to coach. 
You have to build a culture of accountability and then simple things like you got to make sure that you actually build your process into the CRM. If the process is not built into the CRM, then it's 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 really not real because the pipeline, the steps in the projects, the milestones, the requirements to move from one one stage in the project to another are all just kind of imaginary if you don't have that process built in there. And and then that leads to inaccurate forecasts and deals that never close and everything else. So I'd say pick a methodology, select a trainer, work with the trainer to build a process based on your industry and and their methodology, then build it into the CRM, then coach your salespeople and hold them accountable.